Welcome everyone to the apocalypse. It's um, a strong start. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. This is uh, coronavirus episode one. Oh, of uh, of N. <laughs> if anyone out otherwise there known as episode one hundred sixty-eight of Radio Trivia. Oh, uh, if you could still hear our voice. Oh, don't worry. They'll, they'll be they'll be able to hear our voice until we're sick, and then then it won't sound good anymore. I, I would I would hazard that generally speaking my voice doesn't sound particularly appealing at any time so <laughs> uh, in case you haven't figured it out I got uh, James Jones here with me for this episode hello uh, howdy how yes. are you good it's been a long time since I recorded an episode of this and uh, it's time that I record one so here we are I'm glad, um, I'm glad to, to assist in this process <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not going to throw your colleague under the bus, but um... <laughs> I mean, you just you just uh, but I just kind of did. What's one of three of them? And we know you didn't invite John. <laughs> I could have invited John. I think he's been on what, a episode of this podcast. I'm sorry. I apologize for whatever happened. <laughs> I can't monitor him at all times. It's okay. I I, uh, I met him in person uh, a month or so ago. I, I, He's doing okay. Oh, oh he, did, yeah. he didn't even mention that. Ah! It was just like a dinner. I mean, what a jerk. <laughs> Maybe I'm not supposed to put this on the podcast. Oh, he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't listen to any of them anyway. Uh, yes. So we got a good lineup here. Uh, only one listener request, but uh, hopefully it's a it's a good pick. Uh, I don't know. I only, I only just sort of grabbed the stuff. So... Um, I'm being an idiot here. Let's just move on to the first game. Yeah, so I only know one game, just to be clear. That's right. Yeah, uh, James is playing along, uh, and it looks like, once again, I forgot to move around the audio. So, all right, uh, first game.
All right. Hopefully I can be heard and you can hear me. I can hear you. Yes. Um, Skype garbled the end of the song pretty good. So that was fun. But no, you're good. It's inevitable. Yeah. Now you're coming in in stereo, but the music comes in the left ear only. Oh, no. That's, I, <laughs> That's I, I know really it's my annoying. jinky setup. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was the first song. Very lovely. And we'll move on to the second pick. Which you will be able to enjoy, but but I probably won't. I'm sorry.
Okay, well, uh, there is a hint question, and this is your game selection. So would you like to go ahead and uh, read the question? Sure. Uh, So the main protagonist of this series and of this game uh, is always the same character. And this isn't a link, you know, there's many links through history thing. It's the same same person. Um, He's known by many nicknames that allude to his red hair. But what is his actual name? Hmm. There's two huge hints in that question, so. song's go- that that song's going yeah that definitely sounds like a battle sequence from a japanese rpg yeah <laughs> is that what this is it is uh <laughs> this is ease eight ease eight yes yes these uh, ease eight yes lacrimosa of dana i believe well, is what the that what the hell does that mean so i guess lacrimosa is a type of song and this is a blink of blank song yes so. uh 
And the the, the second song that we had uh, is is that's I, I believe that is the titular song of the game. Uh, uh, Follow up question: yeah. Is there a Castlevania like illusion somewhere in this game? Because I feel like that sounds like that should be a title to a Castlevania game. Uh, it does feel like it should be, but I not that I'm aware of. Although I wouldn't be surprised if there's a if there's a joke in there at some point. Um, you know, because there's a bunch of little little jokey references, but no. Mm. Uh, broadly speaking, this uh, this game basically plays it pretty straight with respect to its you know, the outside world. Although it, apparently in in universe canon, they're they're just goofing off on that the whole time. Uh, so this this is a a, a Falcom sound team game because this is a Nihon Falcom game. Um, and they uh, they have a, a long pedigree of producing a bunch of it, it will say expensive music for their games like even if you go back to stuff from uh, the the PC engine although they didn't they hadn't named their music department at that point uh, you know they they really they really spent the money to make the music go uh, mm-hmm. this yeah. game this game is no exception. The soundtrack is like five discs. It's it's absurd. Ooh, wow! Um, and it's it's all kind of at this. It's you know it's all just orchestrated and there's a lot of there's a lot of variation. Um, you know they'll 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 repeat musical phrases across different contexts pretty thoroughly. Um, so the song two, uh, the Lacrimosa of Dana itself, that that mel- the melody of that song shows up throughout the game in different contexts including in battle songs kind of like this one um it's it's a pretty impressive soundtrack altogether um and it, it works well with this game is the game itself anything remarkable i mean i, I think it's, i remember seeing some demo of it somewhere but never really it's pay much mind it's, to it it's a it's good not great kind of game uh, now, where the game can get you, depending on who you are, uh, if you like exploration, I mean, this is literally a game about exploring an, I- an island you've shipwrecked on. So uh, you are literally mapping the island as you go. So there's a lot of that, um, and if that like that appeals to me at some weird level, and so there was a lot of I'm just going to spend a bunch of time exploring the island. Um, it, it's sort of the 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 Xenoblade. Mm. Kind of thing where it's, where it's I'm just I, I I know I have something I have to do and the fate of the entire species rests on it, but I really want to see what's beyond that mountain range. So y'all are just gonna have to chill for the next six hours. <laughs> um, there's there's a little bit of that compunction there. It's not now to be clear, it's not at Xenoblade quality. It doesn't have that kind of money thrown at it. Um, it's a smaller game than that, but it's fun. Um, you know I I, I got a what is effectively a hundred percent run on it when I played it. I think I missed one quest. Uh, I I just can't imagine. I, I don't think I've I won't say that. I have like hundred percent of like I don't know, Chrono Trigger back in the day, but not on my first pass. It was kind of, you know, but, go back and clean up. But I other than maybe some Zelda games, I just I can't think of anything I've attempted to 100% in the RPG genre. It was and it wasn't super hard to do it to be honest because the quests are usually pretty easy um, and they're pretty forgiving. I think the one the one I missed was time sensitive because the character the character got got for story reasons and I didn't realize there was a hard deadline on his quest. 
but when he's not around anymore, there's nobody to bring it to. So, oops. Um, and then I think I missed a handful of chests, but the game is like super um, aggressive about telling you where the chests are. Like they're on the map. You can see them. You can mm -hmm. see how many are left in every dungeon. You've missed three chests. All right, I'll open the dungeon map. Oh, there they are. I'll go get them now. Um, so it's pretty easy to do it. Um, but generally speaking, I just got all the chests out of the dungeon as I went. So it was only the ones I missed or ones like I didn't have an item you need to come back and get it later. And then by the time I was in that cleanup mode, I'm like, ah, whatever's in that chest probably isn't important. That um, seems to be a common thing in RPGs, and I, I never really understand why they do that, because it's just a ton of backtracking just to get to a chest. Which Yeah. Yeah, I don't, there's I, no, there's no I don't, good reason. I don't understand it. It's not like the gameplay is different, or it's a different route to get there, or whatever. It's just like, yeah, just come back here later if you want something. There's a couple dungeons in that game that have essentially a night mode. Um, that you can't you unlock later in the game uh, where the dungeon gets it's literally like hey okay we're gonna, we're exploring a dungeon at night now because the animals in it are different um, and so you would think maybe that's why they're doing it but actually it's different chests during the night mode <sighs> which doesn't make any sense from like any kind of logic whatsoever but shrug <laughs> um, so it's literally just explore the dungeon a second time which is a little bit cheap but uh yep it's still like I, it, it was a, a fun game to play in handheld mode. You know, I would play it for an hour and then set it down and come back. And I think I did it about 55 or 60 hours. Like I did, I did, including the the many post games. And I say that because every time they've re-released this game, they've basically added additional post game to it. And so now we've hit this like double post game that it, that it <laughs> ends with now, which you have to do some stuff to unlock the first post game. And then I think you have to do something else to unlock the second post-game. It's like, okay, you can stop with the post-games now, please. Uh, just give me the credits and I'm done with the game. Thank uh, you. It's a, it is actually the, 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 I don't know if you'd even call it the, 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 the real, real ending at this point. Uh, it's pretty neat. Um, so, like, I was pretty excited when I saw it. But, yeah, I mean, this, it's, it's just a fun game. You know, it, it doesn't set itself too serious. It's, it kind of reminds me... Mechanically, like I said, it reminds me a bit of a, a Xenoblade X, um, but again, nothing on that scale. But from a from a personality standpoint, it reminds me more of the sort of uh, light lighter hearted thirty you know early thirty two bit late sixteen bit JRPGs um, before they got you know extreme uh, grit. <laughs> like it's it's still it's still a little bit like carefree and, and silly. Even though the stakes are survival, because of course the, there's no point in the plot if they're not, um, they're not. It's not, you know, it. You're, you're fighting giant dinosaurs. I mean, like at some point the game's just like, yeah, you're fighting a, you're fighting a T-Rex. Uh, what are you gonna do? You're fighting a T-Rex, and one guy's got a drum. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, and you, you know, there's not there's not enough of that. Like that was the era of JRPGs I fell in love with. So so that that helps, and it, it comes because. Our main character, here's your answer to the trivia question, Adol Kristen, um, is uh, basically his first game is a TG-16 game or a PC is, engine. Was that the first game? East one, the... East, East 1 was a PC engine game. East 2 is a PC engine game. And then they released them on a disc, a CD, for the PC CD. Um, that, is the, that is the infamous East Book 1 and 2 that was on the virtual yes. console. 
Um, and then they've done, I think they're up to, so 9 came out last year, I think, on the PS4. Um, Nostrum Knox, I think, is its subtitle. Um, so, like, they they put these out every four or five years, and they've been doing it for two-plus decades at this point. Um, this game was originally a Vita game, I believe, and then it got upported to the PS4, and then um, uh, Nisa, Nippon Ichi America, got a hold of the rights, because previously they have been held, the series was in the hands of somebody else, and they made the port to Switch, and then released it in the West. Um, I don't think we're getting a Nox 9, um, I just, I think that game might be a bit much. Um, but still, like, it's it's fun. Like, I, I I got it on sale, so it wasn't a lot of money. Um, it's a good time killer if you if you need one of those, which you might right now. Hmm. Um, but like I said, it's, it's a good, not great game. Like, it, I'd, if I had to review it, I would say it's a 7, but I probably had more fun than I normally do from a 7 with it. But, it, I mean, it's got it's got. Well, it sounds issues. like it's in your wheelhouse. I yeah, mean, yeah. Seven, in spite of what people may say online, seven doesn't mean it's a terrible game. It no, means it's it, it's a flawed game. Right, and it's got flaws. You can still but, enjoy flawed games. Oh, yeah. you can. I mean, I, you can have the most fun with flawed games sometimes. But, yeah, I mean, the music in this game is, is really good. Um, consistently good. In fact, uh, I think I did... I don't think any of the songs we used were the ones I put at the end of RFN when I had it as a credit song. Credits, I guess we have credits. Uh, a closing (laughs) song Um, because I think there's like nine so I I went to buy like three or four songs on Amazon because they sell the um, Falcom sound team sells their their soundtracks digitally and uh, I went to buy like the four or five songs I really like and the interface for Amazon Music is kind of dubious and I ended up buying the whole soundtrack I All right, you, so you send me over some more songs for the background. Uh, I've for, got for... like 39 songs you can choose from. <laughs> it's absurd. But uh, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, and I like the series. You know, e- even back when he's book one and two, we did the retroactive on it back in like 2012. Uh, I remember thinking like, wow, they really put the, put the effort in, in this music, especially because that game came out in like 93 or 94. Um, but it was a CD game, so they could. Yeah, this is a this is a fun series. I know Guillaume's played a bunch of them. Uh, he was talking about Oath and Falgana, which is I think at seven. Um, not that long ago, and I think he's moved on to eight himself. So, all right. Well, we should move on to the next game here. Uh, yes. And now I'm blind from this point yeah, forward. Yeah. Now, now James is in the blind.
I have thoughts. <laughs> but like a part of me wants to race to the list and go like, wait, what games have been used already? But I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I don't do that. Um. Huh. Okay. You are allowed to do that, by the way. Oh, no, no. I'll I'll, I'll at least wait for the trivia question before I do that. very confident I know who composed this game. Um, and I'm pretty sure that song told me which game it was, but I'm not sure. All right. Here's your hint question. The fake Dr. Hoti from this game later impersonates which other doctor? Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, that might have helped you a little there. Uh, yeah, I, I was pretty. I was pretty good on the second song. I, I, I'm still like, it's not been used, but okay. I'll- yeah. Well, that's that was exactly what. Yes, that went through my head as well. <laughs> I, I don't okay. believe my list. Damn it. Um. Um. What game is this, James? Uh, this is Ace Attorney, uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Justice for All. Yes, it is. Hey, uh, the second song, I, I, I can't remember whose theme that is, but like, it very quickly was like, oh, this is the investigation or the, like the the pressure theme, but I can't remember where it comes up. But it, yeah, that that game in particular has a little bit of a different soundtrack than the other the other two GBA games. Like it, it's tone. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it well it. It's not as strong of a soundtrack as no. the other two. But I knew from the first song that this was a Masasaku Sugimori game. I was like, okay, so he composed this. Uh, but what is uh, it? I don't know. The composer is cited as Naoto Tanaka under the name Akemi Kimura. Um, <laughs> what a Capcom thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. you, can, you can use a real name, but not yours. Absolutely not. Um... So they all—they all would have been uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought that was a Sugimori game as well, but maybe not. Um. Anyway, yeah, this is the second Phoenix Wright game. Um, I, you know, I, I think the emulation is a little bit wonky on on that soundtrack that I just played. So I, that might be one reason I didn't use it in the past. Um, I may go ahead and pull uh, the music, which is very, very, very close from the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney trilogy, which is what I've been, I finished playing through recently. Um, And it has a slightly cleaned up version of the soundtrack, but it's pretty darn close. It's not, it's not really like a remix version of anything. Um, They just got my money again. I just bought that stupid thing. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, I I passed on it like for uh, probably two platforms. and, And so finally, okay, it's on sale. Of course, I passed on it on sale for many times, and the next sale he put on it's fifty percent off instead of thirty-three percent off. But whatever, I that was, get my money. It's fine. That was my breaking point. Was the fifty? I'm like, fine, you win, Capcom again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't played any of the, the uh, original games for probably a decade, so you know, it, it, okay. it, it was time. And uh, it, what a great series! Um, this one is definitely the weakest of the three, and. Yeah, maybe the weakest one. Period. Uh, although I just finished Apollo Justice, and yeah, they're in contention. <laughs> yeah, those those two are at, at a similar tier, I think. Um, two, uh, two is two is redeemed by its last case, and Apollo Justice doesn't have a case like that. That that it well, there Apollo Justice's last case is just weird. Um, <laughs> yes, it's I, extremely I, weird. I, I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't played it, but it, it just. A weird case. Um, there's there's a couple of nice touches actually that I like, but the last part I just like. Why did you Why did you do this? Why did you go here? Yeah. Well, even even the motivations for that case are nonsensical by Ace Attorney standards. Yeah. The, like, the logic doesn't quite hold up, but, but that's okay. a high bar of, of nonsense to clear. <laughs> this is yeah. a series that had an extended <laughs> testimony by a parrot at one point. Oh, that was nothing. That's true. There that was, was in the was first. A... That was that was the first step. Of, uh, or I don't know. Maybe the statue of limitations is over on that. One. That's a pretty famous scene from this game. But, yeah, I mean, they uh, they put the killer whale testimony in the PR material for that game. So I mean, 
it's all it's all over at this point. <sighs> yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah that, so, so I mean, I bash on it, but it, it it's still a good game. I like oh, Justice yeah. for All. I like all of them. I, I don't really like the villain. I think that's the main problem for me with Justice for All. I don't really like Francisca or Francesca, whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, I feel like she's just too one note. Um, and and they, they do fix her a little bit later in the series. Yeah, um, they do. They would, um, but you could say the same thing about Apollo coming out of Apollo Justice. He's kind of bad at, like as a character. In, in you, you know, I, I guess I didn't have that same reaction. I think he's kind of like bland and yeah. unmemorable, but he's not... Yeah, I, think I, I didn't I, dislike him like I guess a lot of people did out of Apollo Justice. And in fact, I... I liked it better just playing it this next. You know, I just finished it literally like a day or two ago. I guess I'm just on a on a East Attorney on, on a tear. Uh, binge here. But I, I think that's the issue, though. Like, you can't be bland in this series because it's so loud that if you don't stand out at all, then it's it's tough. Yeah, but, I guess he's like a blander version of Phoenix Wright. And Phoenix Wright isn't the most memorable character by design. I mean, he, he's he's you know a stand-in for the player. He, he has certain quirks, but you know, to a large degree, he's, he's who you are. You're playing as him. So. Yeah, he look. He's the person who looks at the camera periodically and goes, "Yeah, I know," and then looks back exactly. at the nonsense in front of him. Um, yeah, and Paula doesn't really wink. He just sort of complains. Yeah, I, I think. Um, but they 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 really did a, a pretty hard maintenance on him in the the two 3ds games. Mm-hmm, sure. Uh, and yeah. it, to the point where they one point he's like a vigilante. I don't, it's it's bizarre. Like they they really just <laughs> said like everything from that game. Don't worry about it. Just we have this character. Do what you want with him. Um, but yeah, they a lot of those characters get get reworked pretty heavily as the series goes on. Um, even even series mainstays like Maya get get tuned like attenuated a little bit um because she she's pretty one note in the first ace attorney game um, sure but i mean they they're they're characters that grow over time so it's yeah. not i mean it's not like they're just you know oh we got to do maintenance on I mean, it's character development it's, yeah for christ's sake that maya's in four arguably five games i'm not really going to count the um the latent thing that's a weird spinoff thing but um yeah, I mean, if, I would hope that they change over time. Yeah, I don't mean just that they change, though. I mean, like, they got better at writing all these characters. Like, they, 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 like, in the first two games, most of the characters, like, they have their their individual memes, and they just go to them. Right. Um, whereas right. by game three, especially especially the third game, I think the third game is kind of amazing in, in oh, a that, lot of... That is, that's the one game I've gone back and played many times. That, that is definitely the peak of the series. But and, you gotta play the first two to really get that effect. Uh, you it, could maybe skip Justice Brawl. Uh, you, you, I think... It, I wouldn't recommend doing it, but if like for some reason like I don't have enough time to play all three of these, that would be the one to skip and you're probably not missing a whole lot. Oh, I think I think the, the one reason I would suggest against it is how well... Um, how well the third game essentially makes the first two games look like they were part of a concerted plot arc. Like this yeah. like this was some kind of Marvel cinematic universe plan where it's pretty clear that like they just said, Okay, well fix it. <laughs> let's let's do this. <laughs> and they did it. I, and it's it's they did it. It's really good. Yeah. There, there there was a little bit of stuff in the second game that kinda seeded it, but 
I doubt they really had the grand vision. It was more of a, eh, well, maybe we'll do some of this later. Yeah. It, you it, know, it was like the next time, gotcha, next time. Exactly. You know, play. It, so. It's, it's uh, we're due. Like, we're, we're long overdue oh, for God, a game at this are. point. Yeah. Um, I think it's been five years, maybe four. What, well, are you counting like the ones that didn't come out here because of um, Sherlock Holmes rights issues? God, I can't believe they didn't think that. Th- oh, it's so frustrating. Uh, well, I mean, there were two teams making those games, like because there there was the team making the weird Sherlock Holmes spinoff, and then there was the team that was making five and six. Um, I don't know what that what that five and six group is up to, but then again, I don't know what the team that was making the whole Sherlock Holmes games is up to. So. I don't know. Maybe they just had diminishing sales and they just sort of put it on the shelf for a while. But that'd be a bummer. Um, did yeah, you? Did you ever? I, play, I love the series. Did you ever play the tra- the fan translation of the second Investigations game? No, I I own the first one, um, but I have not played the, the sequel. It's so the fan translation is really good. They did a really nice job with it um, to the point where it sounds like the characters sound like they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't screw that up, which is tough because these games aren't translated. These right. games are like basically rewritten when they come over. Uh, yeah, and and I'm just I've said it before, but the more I play the series, maybe less so in the, in the 3DS games. But it's like it's laughable if they keep this thread of like yeah, yeah it's it's in America. They don't have a choice at this point. Now, I mean, I actually interviewed some of the creators of this at one point, and and they said, well, yeah, it's really kind of like this weird alternate universe. United States, but even so, it's like that. Some of the stuff is just so Japanese. It's like, ah, come on. So when when uh, you you and I actually both went to the same E3 uh, appointment at Capcom when they had the one two three collection on 3DS, and I wrote the impressions for it. And I remember you were impressed. I managed to squeeze three paragraphs out of yeah, it's the same three games you played before. Um, <laughs> But uh, I remember asking somebody about that in particular, and you know they 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 just kind of smiled and laughed about it. But you know when I just pressed like you can never go back from this, can you? I got this like yeah we know grin as a response. And it's like okay, all right, so you're aware there's no going back after what you've done. Um, yeah, it's in America. Yeah, sure. I I kind of wish they had brought over the Sherlock Holmes games and had just stuck to their guns. No. He's he's from the California Shogunate. What's your problem? <laughs> just just absolutely stuck to their guns. I just said no. He's a he's a cowboy. That's what it's a cowboy robe. What's your problem? And just just completely just said no. We're not we're not budging one inch on this. And you can't make us. Yeah. Uh, but if you can, uh, the fan translation is really good. And I think the Investigations Two game has a really smart story. Like, hmm. like, really, really smart. Um, and look, the first Investigations game is fine. Um, it's not great. Um, I think some of the gameplay mechanic stuff they did is kind of meh. But um, I, I understand why they had to make it different. Um, that team ultimately went on to make 5 and 6. And those games are, are really good. Um, I think Investigations 2 is kind of like where that team really found its footing and was ready to go. And there's some nice callbacks to previous games in it. Um, so it's fun. Um, and so I, when I was in Japan, I bought a copy just to say, yes, I have a copy that's legal. Now I'm going to use the ROM instead because you didn't release it here. Um, so 
it's it's fun. I encourage people to, to take a look at it. It's tough to, to get running and stuff, but I I uh I enjoyed it. Hi, we didn't answer the hint question. We didn't. Um, which which uh, I I, I kind of tricked you a little bit here. So so the fake doctor Hoti uh, or Hadi, I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce that one. Uh, doesn't impersonate a different doctor, but it's not in this particular game. No, I know what game it's in. It's in Apollo Justice. I just don't remember yes. his name. Yes, it's Doctor Hickfield. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would not have noticed that except I played these games back to back. So. Oh, uh, yeah. Is he? Because that's the the pink haired, missing teeth, and yeah, kind of a creeper. You know, one thing I'll say about um, four is I I feel like it it just has a more depressing and and, and uh, seedier undertone to it. Four is very dark. I mean, Phoenix Wright uh, drinks a lot of grape juice. <laughs> and, Again. And, there, and there's the whole daddy complex thing going on. The, the whole... That doesn't go away, though. That sticks around. It just They just kind of start to ignore it. They're just like, we're yeah, just going <laughs> to... Like, it's still there a little bit, and you're like, I don't like this at all. Can this not be here? Um, <laughs> I, I think... I really think that's part of the... Well, I think... Because in, in five... Uh, that's um, the one that takes place mostly in the school. I can't remember what it's called. Um, they uh, that was the one where they put Maya in the promotional material, and then she's just in it in a flashback, and people got super mad. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, in six, they brought her back. I think in part to try to to like push some of that stuff away. Like here's here's a character she can, he can interact with. That's an adult. There, problem solved. All this stuff can go over here. We don't have to worry about it now. Let's put all the kids in their corner, and we can stop writing this stuff. And that's basically what they did. All the kids got pushed into their corner. The adults were over here. It's okay. Problem solved. But in four, yeah, it's bad. It's it's really not comfortable. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I kind of got a chuckle out of it, but I, I just didn't remember that aspect of this game. Oh, yeah. Um, I do like that the the twist in... in I'm not, you know, next spoiler. Twist in four... If when you go back and replay five and six, you're gonna be really surprised how much it's not mentioned. Uh, really, I, I remember them kind of following up on that. But okay, maybe I'm thinking it'll be a different twist. Maybe. All right, we've talked way more than we should. Uh, I'll probably have to edit some of that down. <laughs> um, that's not a forte of mine. So we're gonna go on to the third game. The third game, James. Oh, jeez. All right, game three. Three out of five. All right, all right. Locked in. Let's go.
locked in over here. Ready. All righty. My guard is incredibly up for some kind of trick now. <laughs> uh, what, me trick you? Never. <laughs> I would never do something like that. Yeah, it's like... Except oh. for when I have done stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> this start. This feels too easy. Where's it coming? Uh, here we go. So what was the trivia question? Ah, crud. <laughs> it's all good. All right, well, here, here's your hint question. Strangely, uh, where does the enemy known as Toxic Seahorse live? Oh, okay, that would have actually made me confident I'm not being fooled, unless, unless this is the most insidious trick question that's ever been put together. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll well, I won't edit the placement of that question then. I screwed up, guys. What, what game is this, James? No aces up my sleeve. No bloody aces that are forged up my sleeve. This is Mega Man X3. Yep. Um, and uh, 
the the seahorse is in the dam stage. Yeah, I'm pretty sure seahorses are only saltwater. So what the hell? Well, it's the giant dam, if I recall correctly. So maybe maybe it's a saltwater dam. Um, okay. Is, I, yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> that would what be a shitty question. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that would be actually that would be a disaster for a dam. The corrosion would be a nightmare. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. They just said we have this aquatic themed basic enemy throat. Yeah, by, by Mega Man X3, they were already starting to get weird with the enemies in the X series, and then it it really spirals out of control, and then it crescendos at Bamboo Pandemonium. Um, and yeah, uh, I've actually not played this game with the Super Nintendo music before, so I originally played it on with the PlayStation version, which, mm. which has a different version of this music, and the collection version features that music. Oh. I see. So I know the songs, but I'm like, they sound different than I remember them. And then so in my brain, I'm like, this isn't like Mega Man Extreme versions of the song, is it? Um, I'm pretty sure I've used Mega Man Extreme for Game Boy Color already. Yeah, which it, which it's I knew it wasn't because the Game Boy sound chip is not capable of this. Yeah. Um, it does. It's a re- they did a remarkable job crushing those songs down to the Game Boy. <laughs> Uh, so I have not played this game. I've played X and X2, although I, I did need to use some save state magic to get anywhere on X2, frankly. It's, um, it's tough. It's a very tough yeah, game. Yeah, getting the tolls in that game is tough for a, a crummy Mega Man player like myself. Um, X, I think I got to the end boss, but just never beat him, which I feel like is like a common thing for yeah. me with Mega Man games. Uh, he, he, he sucks in that game. It, 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 it's it's not a fun fight. Um, yeah. X2's is, isn't terrible. 3's is pretty good. 4's is pretty easy. And then 5 and 6 are just kind of mediocre all around. Uh, but yeah. So this is the third one. So this is where it transitioned from Super Nintendo to PlayStation. I mean, by 4, was that was just PlayStation, right? Yeah, so uh, 3 came out on PC, PlayStation, and Saturn uh, like a year after they came out on Super Nintendo, I think. Um, and then four is just on those platforms. Um, and then I think five, I don't think came out on Saturn. I know it came out on PC and PlayStation. And then six, and then seven, we get to the PS2 and things go very wrong. Uh, in remarkable ways. So yeah, the series basically just drops off Nintendo systems after this game. Yeah, but I mean, he got the Zero series on Game Boy Advance at some point, which... Yeah, those came out... Kind of carries the water. Yeah, those are really good. <laughs> you know, I've never played those. I need to go find a copy of one of the collections and, and check that out. I'm, like I said, I'm not the world's biggest Mega Man fan, but uh, given that I'm more and more a fan of NT Creates stuff that's coming out on Switch, I, I feel like I, I should... Uh, just bite the bullet and check them out at some point. Well, so they just released uh, a new collection on Switch um, recently, the Mega Man Zero slash ZX Legacy Collection, which also has ZX One and Two in it. Huh. Um, versus the Mega Man Zero Collection, which came out on the DS, which had all four game for the four Zero games on them. Um, and obviously, the the sprite work is much better on the Switch version than the DS game was. Um, yeah, that came out, I want to say, like, two months ago. Oh, there we go. I really hope this recording is working on Audacity, because I'm 
trusting it less and less. <laughs> I gotta stop feeling my cables. There's some really weird interactions or something between what I hear and what's actually getting picked up. So my mixer must be really on the fritz. I mean, it's working well enough as long as you've got your backup audio. All right. Um, I'm not sure if that's staying in the audio or not, that little exchange. Yeah, it's uh, song four. Yeah, whatever. Or game four. Game four, yes. Thank you. I'm not sure where we left off. Apologize to everyone for the uh, abrupt cutoff on the on the music in this uh, in the copy of the soundtrack I have. It's uh, not ideal, but it is what it is. I got nothing so far, so good. Now <laughs> shut up and listen. Song two. I'm in the worst scenario of I definitely know the song but got nothing. Here's your hint question. What is the name of the friendly movie director? (laughs) 
So that was the third. That was that was the third song. That was song, game four, song three. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Do you uh, know you, what game this is? Luigi's Mansion three. Yeah, I, that third song kind of gave it away, but I, I had it uh, after the second song. But I was like, "What is this?" And then it clicked when he gave me the question. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Uh, this this game has a fantastic soundtrack. It really um, does. Uh, Next level games just I think they did a fantastic job with this game. Uh, Composers are Chad York and, and Darren Radke, and uh, I think it just this game just takes the best parts of the first two games and and intertwines them into something that's really good. Um, I mean, there's going to be some flaws, yeah. And it, it you know, I, I was playing through. I'm thinking like, this is the most legitimate Resident Evil game there there is around, like old school Resident Evil game. And originally, it was like a parody of those games, and it just, uh, but. Um, but it, it, it mean the the storytelling, just the personality in this game, the, the music. Um, frankly, I like the gameplay. I mean, it, Luigi's Mansion is is kind of an acquired taste in terms of it's kind of a lot of poking and and prodding and stuff. But I I really think they did a great job. Yeah, I I I, um, I was a little cold on two. I still liked it. Yeah, Dark Moon. Um, but I think I think their attempt to make it portable friendly actually made it less portable friendly. Because ultimately, uh, the first Luigi's Mansion, it was basically just a sandbox. You just wandered around and you just did whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I felt like that was actually more portable friendly than the stage format that Luigi's Mansion Two adopted. Oh yeah, because it was like a fifteen-minute stage, and, and it's like like I don't want to stop halfway through. I don't remember where the hell I am. Right. Even if I can close the lid on the DS or 3DS. Um, but th- um, this it has stages, and they're they're about twenty-ish minutes roughly. But they're just floors on an elevator. You just you just, you just ride up to them and ride back down. I think there's a little bit of backtracking that um, is a little bit weird. Yeah, they really didn't need the, the kitty stuff. Yeah, the, the chase there. for it's the It's already a plenty long game for, for what it is. I, yeah. I thought that was, that was a, a mistake. I agree. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, this is... I, I wasn't sure what you would do with Luigi's Mansion in 2019. Because, um, you know, we had... It, it, the series is basically 20 years old at this point. Um, yeah. Wow. Close. It's Ugh. 18. It was 18 when that game came out. Um, and so it's like, you know, wh- where do they go with it? I think, I don't know that there's a Luigi's Mansion 4 you can mine at this point. Like, I feel like they may have, they may have sort of hit the upper limit of what the series is, but at the same time, like, it's really good. Like, it's... Oh, yeah. I mean, I... I... 
I don't laugh easily on video games, but there were definitely spots where I was just laughing. I mean, it just it's, it's a joy to watch this stuff, and and the animations and the timing of everything is just, it's just very. That team has a very good sense of comedic timing, and I don't I don't they interwove whatever Charles Martinet was doing or whatever it was. It, it, you know, usually it's all tacked on stuff. This is all very well integrated into. Uh, a real, you know, production. Yeah, and it was it was a sense of, all right, y'all have run that joke a few times. I'm not going to laugh at it again. And then they would tweak it in just the right way that makes it work another time. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I joke about it on RFN where I said somewhere in, in Canada, they've got a Charles Martinet Luigi soundboard. Because um, it does feel like that at some points where it's just like they just set, gave him an hour of tape and said, go make as many Luigi noises as you want. <laughs> well, that's probably it, what they did. <laughs> they just came back and they're just like, what's this button do? Oh, Mario. Great. Perfect. Make an animation for that noise. Uh, but you're right. It Like the animations, these are some of the best animations that have been on a Nintendo system. Oh, yeah. Easily. Uh, and, and they're... They are like peak cartoon, like not their performances. Yeah, um, like they they are like some of the best of like classic cartoon animation style of how you would animate the the, the Luigi character, and so much of Luigi's personification has come out of the Luigi's Mansion series, yeah. um, um, including just like how he moves, and they really they really refined that. Not not how he moves in like a platformer game, but like how he his his kinetics, like how he moves his body, his hands, his posture, all that stuff. Um, they really refined that down to the point where I mean, it's it's like a film production in terms mm-hmm. of like how he how he well he's animated. Um, Xander over at uh, NWR is 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 uh his degree is in animation or what he's working for, and he had couldn't stop talking about the animation of this game. He was he was uh, enamored with it, which is a real testament because this that's his line of work. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I mean it. It shows they put a lot of time and care into it, and they did it with the second game. And but I, I just feel like they just brought up like two notches with. Oh yeah, and the, the extra power they have Switch versus 3DS meant they could do yeah. so much more. Yeah. Um. I I, I guess uh, we haven't answered the, the hint question yet. Uh. I think I know. Is it Morty? You got it. It's Morty. Which is I don't a, know how you know. I pulled that one out. Morty. Yeah, I, I uh, did not he, capture him. I, the, I didn't know you couldn't capture him. Apparently, you can capture him. You can. Um, I went back and got him later. But yeah, you can just leave him alone because he doesn't care. Yeah. Um, which which is nice. Like he's. I think he's the only one you can walk away from and leave. Um, and it's it's just fine. Don't worry about it. Um, I don't think I mentioned that X3 was our uh, listener request, by the way. Uh, you um, did that, not. That was but... uh, Roy Koopa64's request. Oh, okay. uh, Eric from Garland, Texas. Our Capcom uh, blog. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I will confess that there was kind of an emergent theme, and I said, you know what? We got to get James on this lineup. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Here you are. Thank you. Here I am. Yeah. Um, Okie dokie. There is one more left. Ooh, nicely done.
Huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're going to get this one or not. Uh, that was I, kind I think of, you had a chance. That was kind of circusy. James, here is your hint question. I hope it's a very good hint. The developers seemingly gave up on the implementation of AI for which gameplay mode? Hmm. James, do you have any idea what game this might be? Nothing. Oh, wow. I stumped you. I actually thought you might have a good chance of getting this. This is Pokemon Puzzle League. Oh. For the Nintendo 64. I, I'm surprised that's N64 music, actually. Yeah, well, you know, they, I think, didn't they cram like 
animation into this too like yeah this little snippets weird. of anime so yeah well, this is a weird game in general so it was it, it is a reskin of panel de pon mm-hmm. um or you may know it as uh, uh tetris attack this might be the first time it had the term the the, the name puzzle league attached to it which uh, at least one other time it was uh Prizes just Puzzle League. Yeah, that was the on Pokemon the license. DS, right? Uh, yeah, it was just stripped of all Deep personality for, for some reason. Um, but yeah, so this was an NST developed game, so it's actually a Western developed uh, game with a Pokemon license, and it did not come out in Japan. Huh. Yeah, uh, so, so I would not have known this unless I read it. Uh, and certainly listening to these back-to-back, I don't know it, but apparently the soundtrack for this game is largely lifted from the Pokemon To Be A Master soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> I guess some other anime. But, I, you know, I listened to this soundtrack, then I listened to some excerpts from 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 that masterpiece. <laughs> and it's like, I, I guess I kind of recognize a few riffs here and there, maybe, but... Um, I mean, Heavily yeah. adapted into instrumental for Pokemon Puzzle League. You got that Pokemon Company license. You're going to use every bit of the kill. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, they reused this engine for the uh, Nintendo Puzzle Collection, which you may recall uh, was, again, they, so they put the Penalty Pawn license back onto it. <laughs> For yes. a GameCube re-release as part of this uh, collection, and that was only released in Japan. So, I, Nintendo, what the hell? <laughs> so, I, I, so I've never played Pokemon Puzzle League. I have played the collection, though, because I bought two copies of it while I was in Japan. Two um, copies? Yes, I have two copies. Um, why? It's a decent well, they, collection. I, I like it. I think I think one of them was meant to be, to be mailed off to one of my colleagues on RFN, and then I just never got around to it. Um, so I have so I have two copies, but it's been so long I forgot why I have two copies. I'm just going to assume that was what I was thinking at the time. Oh God, it's like the copy of Baton Kaitos Two I bought in Japan for some god awful reason. It's, I think it's still in shrink wrap, shrink wrap downstairs. Like, really, why did I buy this? Why, I have no idea. Why are you here? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's weird that Nintendo owns Nintendo has a few different puzzle games that they own. That they just don't do anything with, and then Panel to Pawn is 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 like right in the front of that. Um, technically speaking, they have they own Picross, like that's their thing too. Mm-hmm. They don't really do that much with it either. Um, more than they do with Panel to Pawn. Well, yeah, it's more than zero. Um, but yeah, they they just don't seem to know what to do with Panel to Pawn, and so the answer is just don't, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, it, cause it, it, you could probably make a pretty decent mobile game out of it. Uh, and then, yeah, the problem is that it looks so similar to all these other ma- match X. Oh, sure. Games, even though it, you know, predates most of those. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if mobile's the right well, space for that. But they could just give us metal Dr. Peach panels or whatever they would be. Whatever gotcha could, mechanic they would want to give us horrifying characters. <sighs> Dr. Baby Luigi. Yeah, please. Please. Ugh. 
I'm not a Dr. Mario fan as it is, so all that stuff is all just like noise in the Twitter feed. I, you know, I'm not either, but I do enjoy when the real absurdity comes out. It's like, oh, you really. Dr. Baby Peach, huh? Dr. All Baby right. Peach was the point where I just broke down. <laughs> and Knuckles. Um, so, so the answer to this question uh, about, you know, where they basically gave up on the AI is the 3D mode. If, if you recall, and again, this was in the Nintendo Puzzle Collection game too. There, I guess there's a mode where it's, it, it's kind of like a cylindrical map. There's no left and right really right. of the screen. Um, and so apparently on the N64 game here, um, you can only access it to player against the computer in, in like a special way. And then when you do, it sort of works. But there is like the, in the instruction manual it says. Uh, like the difficulty setting doesn't work uh, for when you're playing in, in 3D mode. Um, and that basically just means like it, the computer doesn't know what the hell to do. And, and it just sort of barfs all over the place. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess they just didn't have time to implement that or they didn't bother or whatever. But Or, or it um, was just broken and there's no way to patch it. Yeah. And I said, we're not going to hold up release for this corner of the game. So we'll just make a note in the mar- manual and move on. Please don't do this. Um, <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Puzzle League, an NST North American game. Um, do they do anything anymore? Uh, they do, and I can't remember what it is. Um, but yeah, not much. I don't think. Uh, they, I think the last game they made was that Mario... Mario and Donkey Kong minis for the Wii U. Yeah, I guess that was like the the one series they got. They created that monster, and by golly, they were going to continue making it. This is your burden now. Uh, they they did. Um, oh, uh, they apparently worked a little bit on Captain Toad Treasure Tracker and the Stretchers. Okay. Not All their right. games, but they were apparently at least involved in them. There we go. Well, that was the last game, James. Um, I'm tired. Yeah. Tired is a good word. Um, one thing I, I, I will highlight is is that there is a version of Pokemon, the, the Pokemon theme, or one of the main Pokemon themes in that particular game that basically sounds like a courtroom drama. And so I, I'll probably put that somewhere either in the background or as closing music. Um, that sounds perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's my imagination, but it certainly, it's, it just has that TV um, courtroom drama series sound to it for some reason. <laughs> and uh, I have no objections to using that, so I, I shall. <laughs> God help me. The Law and Order Pokemon <laughs> Puzzle League Edition. <laughs> Uh, all right, James. You can uh, you can hear James Jones uh, every week, really, on the RFN for uh, a podcast for suckers. <laughs> uh, that's 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 not your slogan. What, what's your slogan these days? Is it still a podcast for grownups or something? I or, think or, I think it's still on the, to the feed because I haven't bothered to remove it. It's really inaccurate. Uh, a podcast by <laughs> yeah, children might be the better word for it. <laughs> Don't, oh, listen, don't listen with your children, the Nintendo podcast. There you go. Um, 
I mean, he can I workshop that. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is. I mean, a podcast for grown-ups is still accurate, just not in the way that Johnny intended. Um, it's, got, uh, it's got an adult rating for a Nintendo podcast. Okay. Uh, goodbye, everyone. Uh, hopefully, we'll have another episode up not to the too distant future. It's kind of dependent on a certain. Uh, someone finishing up his lineup on my behalf. Uh, you, someone you know and love. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> Objection! Eight, Lacrimosa of Donna is copyright 2016-2018 Nihon Falcom. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Justice for All is copyright 2002-2007 Capcom. Mega Man X3 is copyright 1995 Capcom. Luigi's Mansion 3 is copyright 2019 Nintendo Next Level Games. Pokemon Puzzle League is copyright 2000 Nintendo Creatures Inc. Game Freak Intelligent Systems.